Welcome to Beth and Jordan Rewatch. I'm Jordan, and I'm a nerd. And I'm Beth, and I'm also a nerd. For our show, we usually rewatch TV shows and movies that Beth and I have enjoyed and try to look at them with a fresh perspective. But for this season, we will be watching Obi-Wan Kenobi. Both of us love Star Wars, so we're so excited to be able to watch this show as it comes out. This week we discuss part five. And so we begin the penultimate Obi-Wan Kenobi episode. Uh, I realize, yeah, we are doing some very short series. When we did Loki and now we did Obi-Wan, it's, it's only a matter of really five weeks and and we're already almost done with the season. I mean, we could, we, I could work at this clip. This is, this is instant mm-hmm. gratification. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yes. And goodness, this episode. Oh, Beth. Um, so much. <laughs> I am so excited to discuss it with you. We are obviously recording a little late. In fact, this will come out the day before the series finale. Whoops. Um, so, <laughs> uh, but life happens. And so, um, Beth courtesy of life happening it's time to recap what happened oh uh, boy <laughs> yes what happened in part five uh, hey it all only it all only happens on one planet so you got that going for you yeah um the problem is is that i watched this the day it came out and most of my notes are caps locks and a lot of question marks and my certain feelings at the time and not exactly what happened so this could be a very scattered and not detailed uh recap but we'll give it a shot all right well i have my eye on the timer are you ready i am ready all right the attempt to recap in one minute begins in three two one go all right, so we start off the episode with a flashback. Um, we see Anakin as he was during the Clone Wars for the most part. Um, and he and Obi-Wan are fighting. And throughout the episode, we'll keep flashing back to this as it's sort of a, a parallel and a metaphor to what's going on in the present day, which is a, which is a really cool tactic and a lot of fun. Um, Obi-Wan is trying to kind of rally the troops together as they're trying to leave the planet. But unfortunately, Vader and his peeps are there. So... Um, he there's kind of just some negotiation they're trying to figure out how to get the the thing open but reva shows up and obi-wan's like sure fine let me negotiate with her he goes and talks to her and jordan was right hashtag jordan was right and she's actually hunting vader and not working for him which is really cool um they uh tala dies at some point they're trying to fight them off uh Vader comes and tries to find Obi-Wan. Uh, Rhea tries to attack Vader for some reason, and she ends up getting stabbed. Obi-Wan, pulling a double trick, ends up getting all of the people off of the planet. Um, but Reva finds a video that Haja dropped on the ground. So the story isn't over yet. She's still going for it. Um, that's that's what I remember. Yes. It took, it took a little longer than one minute. Uh, it was a little rambly. It's Okay. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there, which is what makes me so excited to recap it all because there is so much. Yes. Uh, and so after a little break, we will actually get down into the analysis and talk about what happened in part five. All right, Beth. It is time at last to talk about the most shit hits the fan episode we have seen <laughs> so far, part five of Obi Wan, um, and I'll and I'll tell you from the very beginning, like I I mean, and I don't know how how you'll take this comment I'm about to make. I think this episode 
started off showing that was going to be kind of intense with the trigger warning at the very beginning that was like, there may be some disturbing scenes. I was like, oh, okay. Uh-huh. Now, granted, I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't, and maybe it's because I'm like 30 years old, but I didn't find anything like particularly upsetting, but still, in an odd way, I- trigger warning kind of set the tone. Yeah, and I think it was because of the backlash they got from episode one, which basically depicted a fantasy school shooting. <laughs> Um, and this kind of flashed back to this at one point. So they were like, we should probably put this in there to to cover ourselves. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, but I guess maybe to, maybe to get straight to the point. Um, of Jordan was right. Yes, I was right. <laughs> one of our predictions came through true. Yay. Hooray for that. Um, yeah, although, although I wrote down to an extent. I guess I didn't remember if I if I predicted that her motivation would be to get back at Vader. Um, no, but you definitely predicted that she was a Padawan, which like yeah. looking back, yeah, obviously they set it up, but I'm not the only person who didn't see it coming. Twitter was like exploding with this when it came out. Yeah, and which is I mean, I feel I feel very vindicated. So I, I would like to take this moment to thank Jedi Fallen Order, which so prepared me <laughs> for this moment, um, to predict Star Wars future and Star Wars lore. I would also like to thank the Academy and my family. No. Um <laughs> But yeah, and it's and it's good. Like, like even though like to me it was predicted and predict therefore predictable. Like I still like it because um, what I didn't necessarily see coming was I didn't see that her anger was turned against Vader. Like that part I did not see coming. Um, and so that I don't know that was kind of good. And and also like I don't. It was it's interesting because in some ways. It serves the plot. It it gives Obi Wan some plot armor of sorts, but it also like kind of makes sense. Like, of course she's going to be mad at Anakin because Anakin is the one who came and killed all the younglings, and somehow he didn't notice that she was dead. Um, that part a little bit confusing aside, but like I don't know. I I I, I re- this is probably the part of Reva's story I've liked the most because. Because we get to see the full length of her ambitions, um, and, I mean, and 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 I and I know I need to stop just mon- monologuing here because we, <laughs> I feel like we see the because we see the full scope of what happens to her ambitions in this whole one episode. Yeah, and I feel like like it's good to get that backstory right. We know her motivations. We already knew she was a threat and that she was going to be like that she was very ambitious and things this showed us why mm-hmm. um it makes sense that she blames obi-wan right he trained anakin you can't help but like maybe turn yes. some of that anger towards towards the person who she sees as letting this happen um so it, it makes sense the obsession with finding obi-wan especially in the setting of her wanting to take out vader yes. um she does however we've seen for the first time this episode or at least what i think is the first time she's starting to let her anger blind her though Mm-hmm. like she's not as cold and calculating and very like methodical as we've seen her she she's a little bit more off the hook yes and, and i think we've been pointing in this i mean obviously the other characters have been like you know be careful you're, you're too much you're too much passionate anger and you need to control it whatever but i would agree i think we've seen this and in some ways we see this because at the beginning of the episode reva is now grand inquisitor like, you know, we see in many ways the culmination of, mo- like, she's one step away. Most of her life's work 
is now complete. And by the end of this episode, we find out, just kidding, Grand Inquisitor was never dead all along, um, mm-hmm. which I guess ties up some continuity holes uh, when it came to like Star Wars Rebels. Which also kind of points to like, we Vader was never tricked. Vader knew right. what she was doing all along, but she was useful to him because their goals aligned. She wanted to find Obi-Wan to get closer to him, but he just wanted to find Obi-Wan in general. So he let her, he he knows what's up. He probably can tell that she was a Jedi at one point based on like her fighting style or whatever. Right. But like he, he played her and oh, sure. she had no idea. And that whole Grand Inquisitor thing, which at first I thought felt cheap and unearned at this point, showed that it was just vader had the reins the whole time yeah and and how and how well to play to her uh to her ambition because he gave her what she wanted um Mm -hmm. and in a way caused her to go blind um because she had what she wanted she wasn't clear thinking anymore um Mm -hmm. and so therefore was just kind of like full speed ahead with her plan not but but not aware of the of the the ever-present danger of like the fact that Vader, uh, you know, who she who she's trying to, you know, over who she's trying to kill, like that Vader is could is still a potential threat to her plans. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very it's very interesting, um, and of course, you know, by the end of this whole um, excuse me of this whole episode, she has had a real fall from grace, uh, is left for dead, but is obviously not dead. Um, and knows where Luke is. Well, doesn't know it's Luke, but knows that somebody important is on Tatooine. Yes, somebody important to Obi Wan is on Tatooine, and mm-hmm. so, and so for, and, and I don't know, like, and I guess maybe it's because she still got that boiling anger for Obi Wan for creating Anakin, but um, she she is gonna go gonna go, you know, seek this out, pursue this through. And so there is still a wrinkle left in the story, which will be unveiled tomorrow. Yeah. So, ba- yeah. Basically, as soon as uh, Haja dropped that, I was like, oh, no, like Vader can't find it because right. continuity. <laughs> right. But like, yeah. Well, especially like especially the fact that um, Senator Organa is, ve- is very like visible in that. Like that was also another part where I was like, how much, you know, can they reveal here? Because to my understanding, Senator Organa is not known to be working for the rebellion until like i don't know late in the game like until leia is old enough to be her own adult yeah i feel like there was way too much information given in that hall of it like right he he could have just brought the whole thing crashing down and it's not that secure of a mode of transfer like transferring information for as far as i know especially since you know reva found it but like i i don't know even like even in the original series, it was very like we're like my like I'm my father served with you. I'm asking for your assistance. You got to help me. These planes are in this droid. You got to get back to the resistance. Like it wasn't like our bases are here, 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 and they here. Right, the plans right. for this, like it was, it was very vague. And I'm like, oh no, why are you giving so many details? It's a plot device token. I know, hey. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the 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 ending of that of that arc is a little contrived, but it still works. She still gets to hang around, and we get to see, and, and probably she will be at her most ragey, her most unhinged. Mm-hmm. You know, since all of her plans have basically fallen through since she was played. I mean, let's be honest, she was played by Obi Wan. 
And she's played by both sides. Honestly, Anakin and Obi-Wan played her against each other. Right. And honestly, very predictably so. Like, even when Obi-Wan was starting to play her, it's like, come on. Like, yeah. you don't see this coming. Like, this is pretty This is pretty obvious stuff. And, and exactly like you said, and Anakin the same way. Uh, them playing off of each other uh, or playing off, playing her, like, against each other. Like, it's, I don't know, it was pretty textbook, pretty easy stuff. So she she definitely, like, I don't know. She definitely has a little fall from grace, and we'll see what happens as she's now super desperate um, and now knows where to exact at least some revenge. Uh, anything else you want to talk about for Riva? For Riva? I don't think so at this point. Okay. Then I think we have to talk about the overarching Obi-Wan, Anakin, like the flashback to the past you know, reflecting their current issues. Yes. Um, a quote-unquote young yet wrinkled Hayden Christensen. I am glad that they didn't do a weird de-aging process on him. Like, yeah, he looks too old to be in that era, but at the same time, like, if he had been sort of uncanny valley smoothed out, people would have complained too. So it's like, you know, you you can't win either way. Just, I, I don't know. Yeah. No, and and I follow what you're saying. Like, and to, like when we saw, uh, you know, when we've seen CGI Leia, we've seen CGI Tarkin. Like, and yeah. CGI Tarkin was the worst offender. Yeah, the the last thing the world really needs is more like pure CGI stuff. But I will I will say there was a little bit of a, a crack in my suspense of disbelief when like it's like oh here is Obi-Wan and Anakin of the past. And part of it is because, like, part of, like, what's sold for Obi-Wan is, like, Ewan McGregor was older, like, you know, back mm-hmm. in the in the other films. So, like, I don't know, just part of the natural process of aging. We don't age as obviously once we're already somewhat old. But, like, yeah. you know, like Hayden Christensen was, like, 21 or 24, somewhere in that ballpark when he, you know, filmed the first ones. It's been, like, 20 years. Like, that's just going to happen. And so, yeah. like, it, it did... I, I totally I totally follow you. I, I I you know I don't I don't disagree with your view, but I will say it did it did it did crack the suspense of disbelief uh, for for a little bit to see like a yeah. young forty year old Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. The other thing that was kind of tough for me was there were so many moments when I'm like, how are they still training this guy as a Jedi? <laughs> like yes. his fighting methods and stuff. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and 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 also like, how is he still an apprentice? Like at his, and, and I guess again more glaring because like it's more and more aware of his age in this one. But like, how is he still an apprentice in his like thirties, forties? You know, if we mm-hmm. if we could suspend, if we could suspend <laughs> some disbelief and knock him back a few, you know, about a decade or so. Like, yeah, how is he still? You know, because most I would assume most Padawans like are done being Padawans like by the time they become full blown adults. You think? Yeah, he started late, though. He did start late. But that could uh, also be part of the re- resentment that led him to becoming Darth Vader in the end anyways, so. Probably. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know that and the whole, like, unable to achieve balance. Yeah, um, details. <laughs> yeah. But what it, you know, and what it did do well as a plot device, it did work well in showing, like, you know, the the relationship between Obi-Wan and Anakin in showing... You know, in showing what Anakin's weakness is, because of course, when Anakin knocks the lightsaber out of Obi Wan's hand, uh, he had the high ground, one could say, um, and so 
you know, it should be over. Um, but even in that moment, we see, you know, that Obi-Wan is not phased and is like, you know, you've made, a, you know, you're so you're so desiring victory that you overlook, basically overlook the details. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I liked it as a plot device um, and showing, you know, giving us a little a, a step back to when they were when they were pals. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And also to justify bringing Hayden Christensen back on board, because like having a heavily like a heavily made up Hayden Christensen hanging out in like a back to tank, like yeah, isn't ex- isn't exactly like worth bringing him back or having him just like on the set as Darth Vader isn't exactly like I don't know worth bringing yeah. back the guy, but actually having him, you know, we can see his face uh, mm-hmm. is a little bit more justified. No, I totally agree. And I love getting more and more of that backstory fleshed out. So Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think. Um other details and nuggets. Um They killed I, Tala and I'm still mad about it. I am <laughs> too. I am so mad. Like she had grown on me. And I think if, I think last episode I may have made the comment of like, I hope they don't kill her. They probably will, but I hope they yeah. don't. And sure enough they do. They rogue wonder. They did. They're like, oh, she's not in episode four. Gotta get rid of her. <laughs> and just like in Rogue One, when uh, so here, here, I'm revealing maybe my controversial opinion that I really liked Rogue One. Um, but anyway, also like Rogue One, they killed off a, a compelling character. Um, yep. And so. I liked Rogue One too, but I hated the character development and i feel like they should have given us more emotional attachment for killing them off which they did with tala and now i'm mad about that so you know yes. what i can't be happy they can't win they can't win they can't star us, wars yeah they can't, <laughs> they can't win we can't win they can't make us happy we can't make them happy yeah. <laughs> the light side is elusive the dark side prevails um <laughs> no i i was so sad when she died because i was just like oh she's she yeah. deserves so much more and she's she's such she she so she yeah she's so pure. She show. She shows. Yeah, she's like we learned her tr- like tragic backstory, and I was like, oh no, she's a goner. Yeah, exactly. But, like and, it's like we your, oh we sympathize with her too much now. It's over. Yep. For your benefit, in my notes, I wrote Tala is dead, and once again, anything Obi Wan loves dies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I love dies. Oh. And all, and I was super happy when ha- like I was I was sad when Tala died, but I was super happy to see Haja reappear because anytime yeah. he appears on screen, what great comic relief! Um, yes, which this I, episode desperately needed. Oh my god, yeah, because everything else is super serious and very climactic, and all yeah. well and all well done in my opinion. And so we need Haja to reappear on on the scene and be like, "Hey, let's crack a few laughs here." Mm-hmm. You know, so- and he's not like. Like, and I, so I feel like there is something that has come into popular media lately that I've dubbed the Marvel effect, where mm. it's every serious moment is undercut by a joke. It's really like kind of campy, corny humor. Humor. It works sometimes, but sometimes it just really takes you out of the moment and doesn't let you actually experience like the sadness or the anger or the grief that the parent, that the, not the parents or the patients, <laughs> goddamn both, the characters <laughs> are feeling. <laughs> um, But the... I like that his sense of humor is more of just levity and not like Tala dies and he makes a joke, you know? Right. He, I, I would agree. I, he sees the, the humor in the situation, but he doesn't make a situation 
otherwise unhumorous become humorous. I, I would exactly. completely agree. Yeah. And he, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I enjoy It's, it's, ex, it's excellent casting too. Um, mm-hmm. It's excellent casting. It's an excellent character. Um, it just, and, and I love that he like, you know, Obi-Wan's just like, okay, cool. Go do this, you know, go help Leia. She's got control. You, you just make sure she does her things. Like, Oh, Oh, okay. I, Mm-hmm. I will do what is like he's he's just kind of along for the ride too like he which again feeds into what you're saying like he does not um he's not even making scenes he's just kind of working what he, with what he's got mm-hmm. absolutely and, and also on that topic what respect Obi-Wan now has for Leia where Leia's like I can fix it and Obi-Wan's like she can fix it she's got it yeah which I mean, she did get it eventually. Eventually, <laughs> but once she once she found her uh, her corrupt. Um, oh my gosh, I forgot the name. Lola. Lola. Yes. Oh my gosh, I blanked there for a second. <laughs> yeah. Once she once she found her corrupt Lola, which like took two seconds for her to be like, eh, nope, bye, corrupt yep. Lola. Welcome back, normal Lola. But it also wasn't until later in the episode. So, <laughs> yes. so in a way, your prediction of well. Yeah, your prediction of sorts came tr- well, more of your Not witch. really. Not really. But, you know, we'll yeah. accept it. <laughs> we'll accept it. Two correct-ish predictions. Yes. If it's on fire. Um Yeah. I don't know. Those were all the re- all the real thoughts um I had about it. Did you have anything else that you that stuck out to you in this episode? Um just how much of a badass Vader is that he doesn't even need a fight sa- he doesn't even need to use a lightsaber to fight a lightsaber duel. Yes. Like he's just like hand blocking. He's like, nope, nope. Yes. Nope. <laughs> if there's anything that this series has done, it's made Vader more intimidating and much mm-hmm. as powerful as he's always should have been. It felt like he kind of has been nerfed sometimes in Star Wars lore. And I feel like here it's not been. And his anger has been like, holy cow, is he dominated by anger? He is yes. just mad about everyone and everything. When he sees Reva and he's like, did you think I forgot about you? Youngling, like that he uses the word yes. youngling. It's like, oh, crap. Like yes. there is no compassion. There is only hatred. It's so good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If that's all, then we'll take a quick break before we score and uh, score this episode and make some predictions for the series finale. We are back. It's time for ratings. Out of five point scale, what did you give to Obi-Wan Kenobi part five? I think I'm going to give this episode a 4.5. Like it was a really good episode. I really liked the character development and the backstory reveals and some of the interactions, the fights. Um, It's missing, I guess, a je ne sais quoi that would push it above a 4.5 for me, but I this has definitely been the best episode of the series so far. So 4.5 for me. You're really, you and I, I feel like are really good on coming up with very similar reasoning and reaching slightly different results. <laughs> um, I would give it a 4.8, but I, I, I feel like it's the same as you said, like it's, it's well done. Like I so thoroughly enjoyed this episode. It's, it's a rewatchable episode to me, um, which is like maybe why I push it above the 4.5. 
but there is and 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 we've mentioned this before once you get above 4.5 like obviously these are very subjective ratings but there it then it gets into the realm of uber subjective and like there is just that thing there that, that untangible thing that you need for a 5.0 and it's not there but it but to me it's getting there and so that's why that mm-hmm. a 4.8 um, I did. I did enjoy. I th- I definitely enjoyed this the most of of the episodes. And so, Me too. Yeah. Good. Um, but that said, we only have one episode in this entire series left, and yes. Jordan, as the reigning champion of predictions for the next episode, which I you will be holding that crown probably for a long time. But what do you predict will happen in the series finale? Yeah, this is going to be tricky. So, like, obviously, the low the low hanging fruit is that in some way we're going to get Qui Gon Jinn back. Like, I and so that's not that's not my prediction. So, but I th- I think we just need to establish out there that if this really is the and I, and my assumption is it's a series finale, not a season finale. Mm-hmm. But it, if it is the series finale, like in some way we will see Qui Gon Jinn come back come back this episode. Like that's it's a prediction, but like that's a prediction with like ninety nine. I feel like ninety. 90 plus percent certainty mm-hmm. um having having to think beyond that into the realm of like much more far-reaching conclusions i predict that reva will not die in the next episode and that somehow i don't think she'll be convinced to join the light side but she will somehow be convinced onto some sort of neutral path and will like go out and seek her own way. I predict that somehow Riva will not die by the at the end of this series. Ooh. Which I feel like which I feel like I've got about a 90% chance of being totally wrong on cuz like it seems very likely that she will die. But I predict that she won't. I predict that somehow she won't die and will achieve some sort of neutral ending. Okay. Well, there's going to be no way for us to be both a little bit right this uh, this time because my prediction was that she will die uh-huh. in one of two ways. Either she hits the redemption path and like Star Wars loves to do with its redeemed characters, she is killed off in that attempt, yes, either yes. by stopping Vader or who knows what, but she loses her life protecting the good guys. Mm. Or she is burning up with hatred. She's going after Luke. She is like doing everything she can to be as evil as possible. And Leia somehow is the one to end up killing her. Ooh, interesting. See, I, I think the second of your two options, and, and whether or not it's Leia, I'm not sure, but I think the second of your two options is the most likely outcome. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, I mean, I don't I don't want to throw this out as an actual prediction, but I, in some way, predict that we're actually done with Vader. Um, for like, Interesting. I don't think, yeah. Like, that, like I said, that's not like an actual, like, I'm going out and predicting this. Like, just genuinely where I think we're going with this is I think we're actually done with Vader because he marched off with the Grand Inquisitor. I feel, I feel like we're just, we're done with him. Um, and I don't feel like there's any development left to be made there unless, like, somehow he appears in visions to Obi-Wan or something. I feel like we're, I feel like we're effectively done with Vader. All but, right. But we'll find out. We'll find out. Tomorrow is the day the episode comes out and we will try to get our analysis and recap as soon as we can as soon as it does but till then we'll see you all then thanks for tuning in to this episode of beth and jordan rewatch where we rewatch our favorite movies and shows and discuss what we love about them 
You can find all of our episodes on anchor.fm slash BJ Rewatch or on Spotify at Beth and Jordan Rewatch.